Hi, everyone. This is Carolyn from Second Serve. Who is excited about the French Open? The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris, and you can watch every court live on Tennis Channel Plus. You can watch it on your phone or smart TV live in HD. So you can watch it at work or while you're waiting in your kid's carpool line. Live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. You can be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. Hi, everyone. This is part two of our episode with Malik, who is a teaching pro, and his wife, Adna, who recently started playing adult tennis. If you haven't listened to part one, we hope you go back and listen and hear about Malik's really interesting tennis background. But here's part two. Um, Okay, I have a question for Malik, because I want to know from a pro's Mm -hmm. perspective, what I'm supposed to do about bad line calls. (laughs) <laughs> what should Carolina I do? Should, about should I keep my mouth shut? <laughs> should I wait for three? Um, what do you recommend? Should you throw a racket? Should I throw my racket? Should I just get really mad inside? <laughs> well, no, like, what do you, you recommend? And just, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there's really nothing you can really do about the bad line calls. Um, unless you are playing a, a USTA match, like you can get like your the coaches or the captains out and say, hey, can you both watch lines here? Or if you're playing a tournament, you can get the referee, call the referees and say, hey, um, I, I think this person is making bad line calls. Can you come look and watch our court? And that's the job, you know, especially in tournaments. That's that's your job to, to go and, you know, make it as fair as possible. Um, but it, as in just a, a rec league or, or something where, where there's nobody out there, but you two playing a makeup match, you know, um, I could say you're going to get those calls sometimes. And if you're getting not as many, you know, but, you know, like, hey, that ball might have been in. Are you sure? You know, you can ask them and and say, OK, well, you know, it, it was close. You know, I, I felt it was a little close. I, it wouldn't harp on it too much because sometimes you start thinking about that point that they gypped you on, quote, unquote, you know, that then you lose the next three or four points because you're so worried about that one point. So you, you just sometimes just got to move on. Now, if it gets too bad, you know, I mean, if it's just every other point, I, there's really nothing you can do about it. But I, and I've been in that situation where a guy has, you know, we were playing a makeup match and a guy started making all these bad calls. And and I, I must admit, I went and sat down and I said, you know what, I'm going to default this match to you because I, I can't play you and the lines. You know, but, but then he said, no, 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 don't, no, I'm, I'm sorry if you think I'm making. Now, some people are known for making bad calls. And those are the ones that I would probably bring a friend to the, those matches. And some people just can't see. <laughs> you know, some people. I know. Why <laughs> they can't see the line, you know? But uh, yes, yeah. They, they, like I said, there's nothing you can really do about it. Um, and it just depends on your patience that you have. You know, I wouldn't make a big deal of it, like a big drunk lawn. Oh, you're cheat! All this big yelling, hoopla stuff. But maybe just uh, you know what. I'm going to have to default this match to you because, you know, like I said, I, I can't play you in the lines. But, uh, you know, hey, good luck, you know, and, and just move on. There's, there's not much you can do. Zen, Carolyn. Zen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> your racket. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, if there's somebody great. out there that can that's help, then, then I, would, I would have them help out, you know, maybe yeah. a neutral person. That's yeah. a good point. That's right. And Malik's played a ton of USTA as well. So he, I, I didn't he play the most matches of anyone in 
2015 or you won like USTA player of the year. So he's not only a teaching yeah. pro, yeah. but he's also used to be out there playing. Yeah, 2015, it was over 160 matches played that year. Quite a few teams. <laughs> yeah, every day. Just Quite about. a few. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So um, obviously we can tell tennis is very frustrating, but I think that's why a lot of us do it too, because there's so much to learn. I used to think it was a racket, a ball and a net. And as long as I got the ball over on the other side of the net, I'm golden, but we all know there's like a million things to think about and to do in tennis, right? So what would you say to a player that's frustrated with their game, which, you know, that happens from hour to hour, day to day, season Mm -hmm. to season, so maybe Malik, how would you? Um, what would you tell someone about their game if they're frustrated or what to do? Again, you have to go into two different kind of frustrations here. You know, if you're frustrated in the middle of a match, a league match or a state or or some type of match like that, if you're really frustrated, you might just have to take a step back. You know, take a breath, mm-hmm. maybe go back to the fence, play with your strings a little bit. You know, and step back up to the line and just say every point is different, every, a new point every time. You play a point, there's nothing you can do about that point. Personally, I, I don't really get frustrated because I know once that point is done, it's done. There's nothing I can do. I can't go back and change it. So, hey, that, that point is done. Let's get with the next point. Maybe I can make it up here. Right. My frustrations, I'll, I'll maybe take a few deep breaths, go back to the fence, relax just a little bit and, and before I start the next point. And and like I said, frustration is going to come with tennis. Um, you know, it's, it's just part of it. You know, a lot of athletes get frustrated because they can't hit that little ball over the net like they want to hit it. You know, and you, here you are, a star baseball, basketball, or football player. You know, but it's, it's a certain technique. And, and uh, sometimes if you get too frustrated where you start kind of acting out a little bit, it's maybe time to take, take just a, a day or two off. Yeah. You know, just take a day or two off and mm-hmm. come back fresh the next, you know, next in the next couple of days. Maybe take a lesson on what you're frustrated about. If, if yeah. you're frustrated That's about what Carolyn you know, does. Like yeah. I, can't, I can't get my forehand. I'm so frustrated about my forehand. You know, then maybe yeah. get a lesson. Say, hey, I just want a 30 minute lesson on my forehand. Maybe just to, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. trigger something back. And uh and yeah, so uh, there's a few things you can do, you know, instead of Yeah, that's what you know, yeah. Carolyn and I are a little different in that. She goes from a frustrating match to a lesson and I go, I'm going to take a break. (laughs) I'm going to just stay home for a few days and (laughs) chill out. And she's like, I got to work on it. I got to fix it right now. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You can, you can get burned out with tennis. Yeah. Too much is too much sometimes. Yeah. What do you do, Adna, when you get frustrated? Do you say, do you tell Malik you have to go back out and start practicing or? Yeah. (laughs) Take a chill. So it's funny because sometimes I will get uh, frustrated and I'll go home and I say, I quit. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah. I quit. Mm-hmm. And then nine out of 10, I'm, I'm back on the court the next day. But uh, Malik is pretty good about that. He'll, you know, he'll say, no, take a deep breath, get back out there. You know, mm-hmm. don't let that bad line call or that bad match or that day you were off, you know, um, pretty much decide yeah. how much more you want to play. Right. I mean, typically I just get back out there. I, I huff and puff for about 20, 30 minutes that night. And then the next day I'm back mm-hmm. out there. That's great. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell me if you're, I saw you had a degree in psychology. Um, if that helps <laughs> being a 
teaching pro because I go to my teaching pro and I'm like, these are all the issues I have. And I have so many. Um, (laughs) Do you feel like it's more like a mental, like you have to be like a mental coach as well? You do because I I believe at least 70% of the game is mental, at least. I might be shooting under here a little bit, but I I think – at least 70% is, is mental. Um, and, and sometimes in, in dealing with adults and kids, especially the kids, you know, um, they get into this state where, oh, I can't, I mean, a full blown out crying on the court, you know, good players that are crying on the court and, and, you know, yeah. like just, they don't know what to do. And so you kind of got to calm them down and, and let them know that, you know, hey, everything's OK. And, and you know, it's kind of a, a psychological part to that where, you know, hey, do you want to be better? Come on, we got to We got to focus. We got to get here. You know, and some some words and phrases we use sometimes, you know, and a big one is that, you know, you're crying about this point. What about the next point? What are you going to do this next point? You know, you, you need to focus on this next point. Otherwise, you're down five love in the, in the, in the set, you know, so. Mentally, you have to be there totally. So, yeah. And, and we do focus quite a bit on that with the kids. I think and I need adults. to be in a kid's clinic. <laughs> I need to be in a I know. Kid's. I was going to say, who's going to yeah. admit that we need to go to Malik's yeah. kids' clinics? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we focus with them on adults too, but they're a little bit more, you know. Yeah. Adults come out there to have fun. And, and you know, I, I make it yeah. as fun as I can for the adults. And then that's, yeah. you know, to keep them playing because I, I do deal with a lot of beginner and, very intermediate adults and they, you know, they just want to have fun. You know, they're paying their money to come out and, you know, none of them know they're not going to play in the U S open next year or this, this year, or, you know, any big tournament. Any year. Yeah. Yeah. So they just want to come out and get, get get some exercise (laughs) and, and and, and, and just, just, you know, have fun and learn the game. Yeah. And what did we forget to ask Malik before he gets off? (laughs) What did we forget to ask Malik? So like you talked about the mental aspect of the game during a match. Like I was telling you yesterday, sometimes I get a little bored and tend to lose a little focus. Not that I'm great or anything, but what would you tell players that kind of lose sight of the match? Uh, Like I said, every point you got to focus every point. There's so many times I've won the first set six, two, six, one, six, zero. And then all of a sudden I'm, um, I lose the next set three, six. And I know I should beat this person and been off the court 20, 30 minutes ago, mm-hmm. but you, you lose focus. And therefore, uh, you know, you start thinking, oh, what am I going to eat tonight? Or what am I going <laughs> to yes, cook? Or yes. what am I going to, you know, where am I going? And and you lose focus for that minute. And that other person hasn't lost focus because they're down and they want to win this next set. So they end up, you know, winning the next set because their focus is a little bit more focused <laughs> than yours. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you, you got to stay focused the whole match, you know, worry about what you're eating afterwards, worry about, you know, yeah. where you're going afterwards or who's, who's buying dinner or what you're going to drink or, you know, just worry about that after the match. Yeah. yeah. So get done with the match and, and then everything else comes along with it afterwards. We can't thank Malik and Adna enough for being on the podcast. I know I start focusing on buying an Oreo milkshake on the way home from the tennis match a lot of times when I'm playing, so I need to do a better job focusing. Um, Malik had to leave because he was teaching a tennis clinic to breast cancer survivors. So that kind of tells you the type of person he is. But we have Adna back for one more episode where she talks about her experience playing as a beginner and also what her teaching pro husband is telling her to do. If you'd like to see a picture of Malik and Adna, please check out our website, which is secondsurfpodcast.com. 
Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the courts soon. Hey, Second Serve listeners, this is Aaron. Carolyn and I are so excited that the second slam of the year is happening this month. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the French Open, and Tennis Channel Plus is the place to watch it. Tennis Channel Plus brings you courtside with three weeks of unparalleled access, and they do this with every single court live. Watch on your phone, your smart TV in HD, or like I do, on my iPad while I'm sitting at my desk working all day. I love to flip around to different matches on Tennis Channel Plus to see my favorite players in action. Don't miss your favorite tennis legends battle a new generation of talent and watch exciting new rivalries emerge on the historic clay courts of Roland Garros. If Carolyn and I can't be in Paris in person, at least we can watch all the matches on Tennis Channel Plus. Daily coverage begins on Monday, May 20th. Be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. I know I will be.